Good morning. Artist Journal, August 28th, 2022, Berlin. My name is Adrian Pocabelli, artist reporter on the scene once again. Amazed and delighted with the response of yesterday's video, but I'm not surprised, actually. Rat Cloaksy, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just not surprised that people enjoy someone talking about uh, his work. Uh, so, anyway, uh, it's almost overwhelming. I, I wouldn't call it an overwhelming response, but it was a very nice response I got there. Continue, continuing to get it, uh, so appreciate that. Um, and so we continue here. Let's get to it. Let's keep it short, because I think there's value in keeping these things short. Uh, really, today, uh, it is actually... First of all, I would have looked at Morlaco's work, who I'm a huge fan of anyway, but I also want to give a tribute to those people that are kind of doing nice things. Like, we're going to come back to Morlacos in a second here. Well, I just find he's, again, just one of these kind of unique kind of talents. Uh, let's just go. I mean, just to show you guys, I mean, probably most of you guys saw this, the people that watch this channel. I mean, hilarious, right? This is by Minta. And, uh, you know, screenshots, screenshots are close to my heart. I mean, I used to call myself basically a screenshot artist. I was telling Minta, Minta's like, you know, don't feel you need to mention this or anything. And I was like, well, I'm not, not going to mention this because this is probably the first time I've ever actually had my portrait done. I think maybe I've, I should be doing my portrait as an artist. I should be kind of doing self portraits, but it's just never really been a huge priority for me. But uh, so this is pretty funny of the myth video. And my favorite part is the subscribe. So anyway, thank you, Minta. A few hearts there. Thank you, Minta. And uh, it's just fantastic. And yeah, I mean, I'll just go back because I was telling Minta. So I brought up some old screenshots. These are on my website, but you can't even find these on my website. They're on the hidden pages of my website. Uh, and I think it is kind of worth bringing up. And I mean, it's kind of hilarious. So you see, I mean, these are old Twitter uh, screenshots. These are oil on canvas. Game of War. Actually, a funny story on this one. The CEO of Game of War actually messaged me, emailed me. And I think, and he was interested in the piece of buying this. Like he just kind of cold called. He'd like someone showed this to me on Twitter, different version. And uh, I think I made the price too low. I was like, I don't know. I was, I was sort of like up 800 bucks and I never heard back. So either he lost interest or maybe it was too low for a CEO of, a, you know, some gaming company. Just the, like these are the real life stories of artists. Like, I mean, you got to be an art. Not only do you have to be a master of your craft or brilliant or whatever the case may be, you also have to be a salesperson. You got to have your website updated. Mine's not updated. I mean, it's July 28th. I go, okay, good enough. I mean, I need to kind of need a new website. I was looking at it. I wasn't happy with it. So anyways, annual air crash fatalities. We have a Ballard influence. Okay, remember we were talking about J.G. Ballard? So anyways, I don't want to go too far in this. You know, but just to say uh, the screenshots uh, are a... Let me see if we can fix this, are a part of my uh, work. So my screen is back and <clears throat> yeah, 
You see more. I even had the Tinder one, which is hilarious. So I think Mint is on the right track here. It was This was a diptych. I don't want to go too far into my work. Uh, but just to show you, uh, yeah, and here's actually the Peloponnesian War. So you see these kind of ideas were percolating in different forms. This is a different kind of take on the screenshots. Uh, I actually sent this one to the reporter, Katya Kazakina, and she loved it, actually. Well, why not if someone's doing a screenshot of your story? She's actually a famous arts reporter. She worked for the New York Times for a bit. Now I think she's with uh, some big art publication. Uh, I don't know her or anything. I mean, that's probably the last contact. I like her posts once in a while on Instagram. So Morlacos also says some nice things, but that's not why we're talking about him. I was going to talk about him anyways. I assume Morlacos is a dude. Uh, we'll just call him Morlacos. Uh, this piece always sort of really uh, excited me. I mean, I saw Chimabue, what I used to call Simabu, uh, but it's actually by Berlingiero, circa, 20, circa 1230. We can actually do a quick search on that. Uh, you know what's kind of funny? I never noticed the knife here. I never noticed the knife until today. So that's kind of funny. I just liked a kind of original rendition of uh, like a modern rendition of the Madonna and Child. I guess that's just how much I like, uh, that's how much I like Italian painting. Let's see if we can, oh yeah, here we go. Berlinghiero at the MAT, the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Um, let's do this. So yeah, pretty cool. And then we'll go back to this. So a nice original rendition. I love Morlaco's style. Let's look. Uh, he has this other one, which is classic for him. Only for four Tezos, I might add. And that was part of a new series he had. And this was a classic. I mean, I had to buy this. I think I paid like 20 for that or something. I paid 18. It's 10 now. So again, like these are classic, classic. To, to me, these are classic Tezos works. And uh, yeah, well, let's go to one more that I remember. Oh yeah, he's got a couple. I mean, one he has the myth in. I mean, this is an amazing one, the Red Knight. I love these ones, you know? And I was just imagining to myself these on the, on the gallery wall, my gallery in my head, because I'm still not sure how these will actually all be shown. Um, Go to one more here. Yeah, this one has to be shown. I mean, you can get this for 17 still. Edition of 25. Would I pay 16? So uh, I think Rada had a couple of copies. Um, it's always nice. Another little tip here is to go in here and to see if a lot of people have, you know, if someone has like seven. It kind of screws up the market a little bit. For me, it becomes slightly less appealing if you see there's someone with seven because you feel you're going to buy it. And someone will just put it back on the market and you know like in sense like it's about the art but it's nice to feel like your investment is going to go well if you're spending a hundred bucks or 30 or even 30 bucks on a piece of art you kind of don't want to feel like you kind of want to feel like it's a good investment too i mean that's part of the art business as a collector so i sometimes look at the owners and i sometimes look like is there someone that owns 10 of these uh, and that will make it slightly less desirable. But what an awesome work here. Again, the myth. 
I mean, you see the myth. I mean, someone was calling him like the the spiritual, not the avatar. I mean, that's an overstatement, but the spiritual kind of, uh, he had a great word for it. I can't remember it at the top of my head, but kind of like, uh, let's just call it inspiration for lack of better words for a lot of people. And he's on the on the astral plane or something to that effect. Someone wrote a really nice message about that. So here's the myth again. And you see, this is important. This is part of what makes Tezos awesome too, is you see there's almost like this mythology that's growing up, speaking of myth, around the whole uh, ecosystem. Like you see, uh, like there's a rat cloaksy with the myth. Uh, you see this, these celebrations. Yeah, and here you see Thanksmith. Okay, so you see, like, again, especially for those people that are in the ecosystem, particularly those people who have been in it longer than I have, this is not news. But there are a lot of people probably that are watching this, perhaps, or a few people, who are kind of cluing in and being like, oh, and that's kind of what makes Tezos ecosystem as an art ecosystem special is you do start to see these kind of hat tips and maybe this brings it back to art history because what you see is say like i remember i can't remember the exact words works but often what you'll see say in modernist art for example or in the history of art is artists will respond to other artists so there's a, a piece i think it was duchamp made a piece and i remember one uh, book talking about how Max Ernst had made a response to Duchamp's piece. I think it was to the glass or something. I don't know what Ernst's response was to that. I think I know. It was, I think it was like a 1950s Ernst work, uh, which, I mean, Ernst in the 50s. I want to keep these short for you guys. Uh, let's just see if we can quickly see. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think we'll find what I'm looking for here. Uh, yeah, Ernst's work in the 50s is actually quite interesting, always interesting, Max Ernst, always evolving, a fantastic painter. Um, anyways, that's not the point here, Max Ernst. The point is this idea of there being responses to uh, the idea of making a response to another artist. You see that on Tezos to a certain degree or even referencing this kind of narrative that kind of forms and it's like because what is myth doing here so anyways i want to touch on that and very quickly lewis osborne again had a drop and i just wanted to show you like the update i mean in a sense this does become like a kind of with the latest the news here let's just actually quickly look at his activity um you know nice activity nothing too crazy but this is the thing. Okay, this actually there is some pretty wild stuff here. Balloon 4 launched yesterday and you see and he put out a tweet. Uh let's just go to Lewis. Sorry, I hide this. Lewis Osborne. He put out a tweet which was kind of interesting. Sound like the sale went kind of crazy. Thank you all here it is. Thank you all so much for your offers. That was pure chaos. I couldn't accept offers as people were canceling them while I was accepting, so they failed. I used the history tab and accepted the top nine offers that came up to 
14, 16 o'clock. Anything after that time did not count. So, and then you look at the offers, and then we'll wrap it up on that. Uh, so let's go to the work. Interesting work. One of his balloons, edition of 10. Buy for 121. Let's look at the history. Uh, the last sale was for 130 to Scooney. So it's getting serious over here with Lewis Osborne. It continues to be serious. Uh, the longer this goes on for it, the less of a flash in the pan this looks like, the, the more kind of like this looks solid and it's not just like a crypto pump and dump, so to speak. Um, and you look at the offers that were accepted, 188, 75, 75, 71, 70, and the lowest was 68. And then reselling for 130. So just a quick update on Lewis Osborne's scene here, because it's pretty kind of, again, this is our case study of what I think we can come to expect uh, further down the road here with other artists. So back to this idea of, are you gonna spend 70 Tezos and like be right beside your computer to get the latest of your artists that you're buying now for three Tezos? Because it's back to this idea of kind of buy while you can and create a collection while you can, because there is a possibility here that a lot of us get priced out really quickly because you know, all of a sudden you have to reconfigure and reimagine what this all means if you have to pay 120 euros versus, sorry, 120 tezos versus two. Two, I don't think twice. It's like, ah, oh, cool. It's a cool work. I'll give you $3. Uh, so anyway, so that is the latest. We're going to keep it short and sweet here today. Thank you for joining us once again. On, until next week's, until next episode, take care.